Hi everyone, welcome to episode six of the FinTech Spotlight with your host, Ron Finberg. What is FinTech Spotlight? It's a five to 10 minute podcast covering interesting news and trends in the FinTech industry. Today, I want to discuss one of the more controversial consumer facing FinTech startups that's quickly risen to user base of well over 4 million users. So depending on who you speak to, this startup is either the biggest fraud or the most amazing company. From users, I've heard great feedback, such as this product saves me money, it's great for traveling, and it's much better than my bank provides. So those are some of the things I've been, I've been told. On the other hand, their compliance process and marketing practices have made it seem like they're trying to grow at all costs without caring about their partners or regulation. If you didn't click and see Revolut in the title, you'd you'd be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong for thinking that I'm. That this all sounds a lot like Uber. In fact, Uber and Revolut do have a lot in common in terms of how consumers view them versus the opinion versus their their opinion from competitors and regulators. So what exactly does Revolut do? And I hope I'm not butchering how the name of this company's supposed to be pronounced. I'm going with Revolut. So what do they do? So like Uber, they didn't reinvent the wheel, but they just made it more efficient. So while Uber has improved hailing a cab, Revolut is aiming to do this for mobile banking and prepaid credit cards. You're probably thinking, wait, did he just say prepaid credit cards? What's so special about that? Well, lots of people said the same thing about Uber. A great example is, is, is Gary Vaynerchuk. He was an early investor in company and a few little companies you may have heard of called Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook, as he quickly understood their potential. But he's often said that he, he missed out on Uber because he just didn't understand what the, re, the real value proposition. It took him a, a few funding rounds until he really understood that it's not a company that's just taking you from point A to B but it's a company that's saving you time. And time is worth a lot of money. So what Revolut is doing is focusing on one of the biggest pain points of credit cards, high fees related to ATM withdrawals and foreign and fees related to foreign transactions. Their target market is the UK and Europe where there's a lot of cross-country traveling and it's very common. Uh, so a lot of the, us- the users in that area, the benefits are very understood. This would be in contrast to, let's say, if they did this company, if Revolut, you know, launched in the U.S., where foreign transactions aren't such a big deal. So, personal, just a little personal feedback from my own friends that are are using the Revolut. So, they've many of them have told me it's the only credit card they're using when they travel. They simply transfer cash before they travel outside the U.K. or other parts of Europe, and it's accepted accepted everywhere. And the fees are lower than their than the regular bank issued cards. So you see an example here where people are just taking they have the regular bank account, they have the regular credit cards, but in a specific situation where they're traveling, they're saying they're going to use Revolut just because they believe it's much more efficient and cost and and, and uh, makes more sense cost wise for them. Uh, in addition to just the regular prepaid credit cards, so Revolut's also offered some personal finance features. Um, as part of their app, you can see what your spending habits are. Um, but this is more of a nice feature to have than something that really, that in my opinion, really attracts any new customers. 
Uh, along the, the same lines of personal finance, Revolut, Revolut is also added uh, brokerage trading insurance products that can be purchased via the app. Also, here I'm also not sure if this offering is uh, so unique than anyone else. It's more of something just providing a commoditized product of insurance and and uh, stock trading just at lower prices. However, if you're going to if you already have a few million users, it totally makes sense for Revolut to to lever to leverage this cons customer base and cross-sell other products. But how have they been able to grow so fast? They have 4 million users. That's not so easy to get to. So this is where the naysayers are really skeptical about Revolut's future and current management. The company has been accused of taking advantage of, in marketing-wise, the company has been accused of taking advantage of Spanish sales applicants and asking them first, before they get a job with the company, to first sign up 100 people and get them to also deposit to the card just to prove that they're good at sales. However, prospective employees weren't, aren't being told that this would necessarily even guarantee them a job. So as such, uh, to many outsiders, it looks like it's more of just a hot startup using their popularity and a chance to work with them in order to generate free sales. But beyond that, another concern, which has uh, made the headlines, is what background checks Revolut is doing on their millions of customers. So this is something called KYC or Know Your Customer. These are the compliance rules that financial firms have to apply when they onboard new customers. It includes verifying their uh, person's identification, resident address, and monitoring transactions for money laundering. This is a type of compliance. This KYC compliance is is applicable to all different types of financial companies, whether it's a prepaid credit card, a bank account, or a trading account. So toward, according to the the Telegraph in a story published in March, Revolut is currently facing a probe by the FCA, uh, the British Financial Regulator, and that probe is related to compliance issues at the company. Also, this month in the Luxembourg Parliament, uh, there was there were brought up they brought up concerns about Revolut's application for a banking license in the country and whether they're worthwhile to receive a uh, a license there. So prior to these stories, uh, in QQ of last year, specifically back in November, um, when I was at a conference and I had spoken to, I had a few different people that had been talking about different startups. So personal contacts of mine that I spoke to that are very involved with the payments industry, at that time, they had begun to mention to me a lot of uh, uh, about a lot, lack of compliance controls at Revolut and other ethics issues related to their onboarding process. So at the time, some of this I was just viewed as I took with a grain of salt because there's plenty of Revolut competitors that are trying to badmouth them just because they see a hot company doing well and you know they want to put them down in order to, to go up themselves. So another, another, so nonetheless, the FC, F, with the FCA probe, uh, which for their part Revolut has denied, but the fact that you know there's uh, you know they say where there's smoke there's fire does show that some of these questions that existed last year about Revolut's compliance process aren't without merit. So, with the dual stories of grow at all costs while also trying to satisfy customers, have these actions affected their future, future prospects? So far, there doesn't seem to be a, a uh, there, there, it, so far it doesn't seem to be that their client growth is slowing down. However, one open question that should shed light on their future is what happened to a rumored $500 million funding round in November of last year? 
So at that time, they were uh, Revolut was rumored to be on the verge of a large investment round that was being led by SoftBank and would value them in the low billions. So at the time, it would have been SoftBank's largest investment into the fintech sector. So since then, the deal never took place, which makes one wonder whether investors backed off after doing their own due diligence and discovering these compliance issues. In an interview by QZ back in February, Nikolai Stororonsky, the Revolut CEO and co-founder, he did address the $500 million that was rumored that they were rumored to be receiving in funding, but said that they had re that Revolut had decided to refuse it since they didn't need the money. It could be that he was simply just letting the world know that they are open to money and to open to receiving investments in the future, but he never actually categorically rejected that SoftBank had been looking into them or not. As the this QZ article, which was published in February, was uh, before the allegations of the, of the FCA probe were made public by uh, the Telegraph. Therefore, in the art in the QZ article, it wasn't addressed. However, Revolut's Storonsky did discuss how compliance is changing, and they're using automated verification solutions. So he added that they employ over 50 technology people in their compliance division, and then compliance for fintech needs to be different. So no one will argue this point and that the process for opening an online bank or trading account should be much more efficient than the long drawn out process of manually printing and signing papers that takes place when you try to open up a, a, an account at your local uh, bank branch. So is Revolut a perfect fintech company that is innovating efficiency and compliance to hand millions of new account openings? while offering value to customers? Or are they simply skirting around the rules of compliance using unethical marketable tactics to grow at all costs? The answer is probably a little bit of both. As such, it's really going to be worth watching their next funding round to see who's involved with it and how much was being provided. And that should give some hints of what's really going on. If we see some strong names there and a lot of money being put into them, and that should show that their compliance questions are were probably just minimal and they did have things under control. If the funding valuations are not that aren't that much greater than they had before, then that could that could indicate that there are real concerns there that going forward could lead to fines and changes from uh, applied by regulators. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this review of, of Revolut. If you did I'd really appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast and share with anyone else you think one might like it. The Fintech Spotlight podcast can be found on major podcast players. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and Overcast, to name a few. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me at ron at fintechspotlight.com or on Twitter at ronfranberg. So thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.